Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Yo, what's poppin'? Bro, obviously not my shaving. Why? Can't no one tell. No one can tell this? No. Yeah, so, so I go to the NBA conference last week with my buddy Brian View. Shout out Shout to out Brian. Shout out Brian View. Yeah, and Finlocker. And uh, leaving the conference. Yeah. Tell my wife and my daughter, hey, we're going to go do like a little beach mini vacay. Oh, yeah. Just three, four nights, head over to the west coast of Florida, St. Pete Beach area. The best coast of Florida. Yeah, except for I bring my razor. Mm-hmm. I used my razor once or twice, like on my neck and around my beard, but I didn't want to touch the dome. I don't touch the head. You don't have one of those fancy things that just an electric one? I have a Mach 3. I've been using that same Mach 3 the best for the past 20 years. But anyhow, I get home last night, mm-hmm. forgot to put the Mach 3 in my gym bag, mm-hmm. get to the gym, finish my workout this morning, go to shave my head. Not there. Not that's there. not a big deal. What's worse is I went to the gym, worked out, got out of the sauna, dripping sweat, and realized I have no towel. That's the worst. And I gotta improvise. What do you do? For I go to the storage closet and get one of the towels I use to clean the floor with. That's a great idea. I've never thought to do that. Little things in life. I have never <laughs> thought to do that. Yeah. So anyhow, so here I am. We're recording this episode. If you're tuned in on YouTube first, we thank you. Thanks. But yes, you can see that I look like a little like a little baby peach chicken. Fuzz. It's not a little the, peach fuzz. Uh, you know, it's not as bad as it was during the early years of TLOP when I was going to do um, mm. sh- no shave November to like flatten the curve. Honestly, I want to see how, how long I could go because we were all working from home and not having oh, to like yeah, meet yeah. people oh, face to face. How far how long I could go without shaving my head? Yeah. I've been shaving my head for the better part of the past 20, 25 years, right? Sure. So it I grew it out long enough that it looked horrendous. Like if I grew my hair out, I would look like Bozo the Clown. I'd have one of those clown looks. Oh shit. But I grew it out long enough that I go back and I look at some old episodes. And I was like, oh my God, do mm, I look cringy? Rough. That's but what was really cool is I grew it out long enough that I went and got a real haircut for the first time in two decades. There you go. Before I went home and then got out the Mach 3 and took care of business. So yeah, what's popping? What's popping is all the Little peach hair on my head, all the peach fuzz, fuzz on my head. That's what's popping. Okay. Now, today's episode is going to be popping. Okay. So, today's episode, people may or may not know this about me. Yes, I'm a mortgage professional. Yes, uh, I help run a mortgage company for a living. I also help home buyers make sound financial decisions mm-hmm. as it pertains to purchasing and financing real estate, which then allows me to become more proficient with personal finance. A bit of a financial coach. Brian View and I talked about that in the last episode. But things you may or may not know about me is I have for the past three and a half years uh, uh, owned and operated a real estate investment and development company. Uh, recently, I have invested into uh, founding a homeowner's insurance, auto insurance firm. Oh, shit. You and I had this podcast, which effective about a year, year and a half ago, we started softly turning it into a business, TLOP Enterprises, LLC. May 1st, May, uh, we hired mm-hmm. Nikki and Mark, full-blown, put TLOP on the map, literally boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children 18 plus. If you are a loan officer and if you need access to the best trainings and scripts and marketing ideas and twice-monthly live sales training, i.e. coaching, or you're trying to launch your career and want to 
pay for some of the best coaching money can buy, I encourage you. Check out what John Coleman's been building over at TLOPonline.com, TLOPonline.com. It is a resource for mortgage professionals that to me, the way we built it is the best bang for your buck. And we have free shit there too. Pretty so sure. if you want some of the free trainings and the free resources, slide on over to TLOP online and become a member. But if you want access to some of the best resources for the money, yeah, you should look at our Premium Plus membership. There you go. You should look at a premium membership, although Premium Plus, that's where the best value is. Mm -hmm. um, and we've been doing that. Yeah. I also help coach other business professionals outside of the mortgage and real estate industries. Yeah. And over the past seven years, I've personally invested in 15 different startup companies. Damn. Where, with a, along with my group, we come in and we seed fund typically or angel fund startup companies, typically tech startup. Um, so I know a thing or two about running a business. Yeah. A thing or two. I'm not the best and I have a lot to learn. And I do live my life that every day is an adventure and I'm trying to get 1% better per day. But I decided let's focus on an episode where we literally, maybe we'll just call it something like just don't. Don't do it. Don't. Don't go there. Stop no, it. Don't go there. Don't well, go there? Yeah, don't okay. go there. That's real time how we come up with the episodes, by the way, people. A glimpse into the creativity. That's how we just came up with the title just now. Yeah, don't go there. Don't go there. Yeah, because it's a mindset. There's a there's about a half a dozen typical predictable hurdles or obstacles or sometimes we call them red flags mm -hmm. that 100% commission sales professionals like to throw out yeah. like an excuse mm -hmm. or business owners, small business owners like to throw up as an excuse as to why they're not achieving the success they sought out to, to achieve, right? Because we all raised our hand at some point in our lives and said, yes, I want that career. Yes, I'm willing to go 100% commission. Yes, I like the opportunity that, that, that brings me. Yes, I'd like to own my own company. Well, why? Why do you want to own your own company? Why were you willing to go 100% commission? Why did you choose that particular career path? And then once we dial into the why, then it's, well, why aren't you achieving the success that you sought out for? External right. factors. There's always external factors. It's never me. It's never the man or woman in the mirror, Dustin. Yep. So I'm just going to throw out, based on the ecosystem that I'm a part of, the dozen or two dozen companies I've been able to be a part of, whether it's as a consultant, whether it's as an investor, or whether whether it's as, as one of the owners and one of the operators. Mm -hmm. And these are some of the lessons that we collectively have learned over the past 15 years and I want to share it today with the audience. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. But before we do. Oh, here we go. I knew it. Check out the centerpiece. I, I got saw it. this. Hey, I got to shout them out. You know what? Just like PBS, you know, if you want to become an evergreen member of a PBS station, if you donate $3,000, we'll send you customized mugs. Is that what it is? I mean, kind of. You know what I, mean? I mean, that's what it is. I don't know what sponsorship level we're at. We're at but Yeah, so uh, our friends over at Zenix. Casey, shout out Zenix. Yeah, IE, AKA Blade. Um, yep, Casey Cunningham and everyone over at Zenix. I got to the office today, had a package. I love getting packages. I opened it up. Two badass T-Lop mugs mm -hmm. that I look forward to drinking out of future episodes. But this episode, I didn't want to drink out of it. I had to get my UCF College of Business mm -hmm. mug out. 
But they sent us two, one for you, one for me. These are nice. And, yeah, it's our friends over at Zenix. So shout out to Zenix. Thank you, Casey Thank you. and crew. We totally appreciate it. Look forward to using them and, and, and featuring them yeah. in future reels and future using posts and, and future them. podcast yeah. episodes. Yep. Shout out also to our friends over at Housing Wire. H-Dub. So coming out in about a couple weeks, Diego, who is uh, one of the chief executives okay. at Housing Wire. I had an opportunity today to be a guest on his podcast. He does like a 10-minute podcast. Okay. That's all it takes, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I literally spent five minutes prep, 10 minutes podcasting, five minutes wrap-up, 20 minutes on, off, go. But if you notice something, John, uh-huh. I put a little event in Scottsdale, Arizona mm. on your calendar. I did. I just yes. blindly accept them. Just go get blindly accept them, but plan on you and I heading out to Scottsdale next year. Okay. For Housing Wire's uh, one of their big annual events. Something Housing Wire Con. Yeah, whatever, whatever they want to call it, we're going to be there. Okay. Yeah, they're doing one in October of this year that I would love to go on to. It's a quick turnaround. Not necessarily a quick turnaround. You and I are going to be in Philadelphia with <sighs> Nikki and Mark and about five hundred mortgage banking executives because that's the MBA's annual. Damn. That is their annual mortgage conference. So we'll be in Philly in October, but we'll make sure we make it out to Arizona beginning of next year mm-hmm. So for the Housing Wire event. Probably be cooler out there than it is right here. Right Holy now. cow, is it hot. It's deadly. Yes, um, hot, and I'm a little bit sunburnt because I am pasty pale, and I uh, also have my little chicken feathers on top of my head. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. Let's jump right into it. Okay. Everyone's like, Dio and JC, shut the F up and just get going. Yeah. So how many times... Have you heard, John? Have I said, John? Have you said, John? <laughs> but my market is different. It's You don't understand. I've tried to do and I've done what you're telling me to do. It's just different over on here, the side of the railroad tracks. Yep. And all I hear is a big, fat excuse. That's yep. it. That's an excuse. I, I don't. I've been around the block once or twice now. I'm not going to accept that. Yeah, but. I'm not going to accept that. Because if your market truly is different, I'm going to ask you, well, where's the closest market? For you to become successful. I just did that, actually. I literally had a T-Lopper reach out to me for a little bit of free advice, which we give a little bit of free advice here and there. You want great advice? Become a member of TLOPonline.com. And my answer to her, my suggestion to her was, hey, it sounds like you need to move about two zip codes over because her issue was she was financing a bunch of $30,000 HELOCs and $110,000 purchase loans. Mm. But if she just moved two zip codes over, which was a 25-minute drive, Mm-hmm. Her loan size would have gone up to 225, 250. Her response? I didn't even think, like, what was her response? Yeah, it was like, yeah, I have to do that. Like, it was just oh, like, was like, yeah, yeah it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was now the, the real um, uh, advice was go talk to your employer because her employer had territories. Mm-hmm. And if your employer is not willing to allow you to work that territory, you need to go find a new, new employer gotcha. because she wasn't set up for financial success. That's a rarity. And by the way, the solution was that easy. So what I'm getting at is please do not throw at me or your coach or your boss, but my market is different because it's not. It's not so different that the basic principles of success don't apply to you. To me, that is just a shield. That's an excuse. That's a reason for that person to feel good about themselves not achieving the highest level of success that they're predestined to achieve. Damn, you said that good. Did I? Yeah. I made that shit up well, along the way, well, John. Well, there's the real for next week. There's yeah, the but no, it's, it's, it, 
nothing gets under my skin more than someone saying, well, my market's different. No, no. If I looked at housing, we all, for the most part, have the same issues right now. There's a severe lack of inventory. Mortgage rates have doubled over the past 15, 18 months. Uh, people are a little bit scared. We don't know if, what the economy's doing. Like, cool. Your market is not different. Houston, Texas, Austin, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, Miami, Florida, Spokane, Washington, Reno, Nevada. Like, you're in the housing market. What you have to do is have more conversations. And that's not different. You need to get out there and network harder than you've been networking. It's not when, different, yeah. Yeah, when you do network, how good are you? Look, if you're networking like crazy, but you would rate out a four out of 10, how about you spend some time becoming a six out of 10, keep on networking at the same activity level and watch your results increase by 20, 25%, right? It's not your market. It's your effort and it's your effectiveness. You can focus on giving more effort and becoming more effective or it's your effort towards the wrong or right things. Most business owners, most sales professionals spend too much time doing the wrong things and too little time doing the right things. So you have to stop and ask yourself, can I empower someone else to do this task so I can go focus on the higher level task that generate the leads, which generates the revenue that we desire. Too many times we focus on the wrong things, but nonetheless, my biggest gripe, my don't go there moment, do not ever allow yourself to say, but my market is different. Cut it out of your vocabulary, take it out of your mindset and look for other reasons why you aren't achieving what you set out to achieve because people are successful in all types of markets. Not one particular market, all types. Every market brings its own challenge. Every market brings its own opportunity. It's your job to find that opportunity, exploit it for your benefit. It's also your job to make sure you monitor your effort level and make sure that you are becoming more effective with your time and more effective with the outcome of your activities. Well said. All right, number two, you ready for number two? Uh, as ready as I'm ever gonna be. Man, if if you were in our coaching program and you tried to tell me, oh, man, only bad things happen to me. Oh, my gosh. Every day, all day, just me. Yep. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to send you a video that I pulled from YouTube of Jocko Willink, authored one of my favorite books, Extreme Ownership, badass Navy SEAL turned business consultant. He, too, is an entrepreneur, phenomenal podcast, and he has this clip of him basically going laid off from your job good boss turned you down for that promotion good failed your entrance exam good the whole thing is Jocko good 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 it doesn't matter what bad thing you put in front of him he's going to tell you good good you now know where you stand Good, you now have a starting point. Good, you're now one step further to, to achieving success because you probably learned something. So good is going to be my first answer. My second answer is I'm going to have you go and read up on get to versus have to, right? Because it correlates with good. You see many motivational speakers. I heard this on a podcast once or twice. So it's you know something that's been circulating 
for the past probably couple decades, professional locker rooms, inside of executive boardrooms, all the way down to small events like we do here at TLOP, where you'll have someone like me standing in front of a room, captivating an audience, and we'll talk to the audience about the mindset of get to versus have to. Oh my gosh, I have to call that person back. Mm. No, you get to call them back, right? So mindset. How fortunate are you that you have business and that business is going sideways and you get to call that person back to talk about a resolution, to walk them through what happened, right? You get to be standing upright, breathing with good health in order to tackle whatever obstacle just came your way, right? It's a get to versus have to in general, in life, as well as in business, we will encourage all of you who are tuned in and listening, attack life with a get to mentality, not a have to mentality. All right. So when you say, oh, only bad things happen to me, my, my third thing, I'm probably going to call BS. BS only is a very strong word. Only ever, always, never. Those are words I highly caution everyone to stay away from because they are very, very strong words. But when you say only bad things happen to me, I'm going to walk you through an exercise where we're going to talk about everything that went your way, everything that does happen to you that is positive. You just have to shift your focus. You're shifting your focus on the wrong things. Your focus needs to be on everything that goes well. And when things don't go your way, because they're not always going to, and they're not supposed to always go to, then you say good. Then you say, I'm so grateful that I get to do X, Y, and Z. So it's a mindset. Please do not come to the table I'm sitting at talking about only bad things happen to you, right? Just don't go there. Just don't. Nike says, just do it. Today we're saying, just don't do it. Well played. You ready for number three, John? I think so. My math is correct. Oh, you just don't get my business. You don't understand what I do. You don't understand what I do. I'm not going to deny that I don't understand what you do. But I have a general idea, and I'm going to promise you this, the Pareto's principle. Right? We can apply Pareto's principle to number one, number two, and number three. Do you understand what Pareto's principle is, John? We talk about it quite often on this Isn't show. Isn't that 80-20? It's the 80-20 rule. Yep. It's the whole thing. 80% of the money is generated by 20, 20% of the workers. 80% of crime is committed by 20% of, of, of the population. Yeah. Yep. Pareto's principle applies to just about everything in life. We go back to number one, annoyance of just don't go there. But my market is different. Nah, 80% of our markets are the exact same. The 20% is where we're going to have some slight variations. Very rarely are those variations drastic or are over, overtly noticeable. Just don't go there. Number two, only bad things happen to me. Nah, 80% of the time, things go exactly as you expected and exactly as you wanted or exactly as they needed to happen. It's the 20% that you're allowing to occupy 80% of your headspace, 80% of your industry, or your, not industry, 80% of your energy. Okay, so when we come down to annoyance number three, uh, you just don't get my business. Yeah, I do. Yep, I promise you. I understand business. I understand ad advertising. I understand marketing. I understand customer service. I understand the need for systems, processes. I understand the need to be patterned, boring, predictable, yeah, I understand your business. I understand the assembly line. If you can understand the assembly line, thank you, Mr. Ford, for that one, you can understand just about any 
business out there. And I know, do I know how to code? No, I don't know how to code, right? Do I know how to perform open heart surgery? Nope. Right? Could I dissect a flower and then help create some new strand that we can go and plant somewhere else? No. But if you brought to me your business idea, I could talk to you about how to scale it. I could talk to you how to team build. I could talk to you how to market it, how to sell it. Right? We could 100% talk about that. So when, when someone says, hey, you just don't get my business. Yes, most of us do. We should. If I myself run a successful business, I feel very confident I can help run many other businesses regardless of industry. It doesn't mean I wouldn't need to go into that business and for three to six months be a fly on the wall. For three to six months, I need to shadow and I need to interview. I need to shadow the executive team. I need to interview some of the key personnel so I can better understand their consumer and better understand the problems they're trying to solve. But when it comes to running a business, once you can run one successfully, I promise you, you'll be able to run multiple successfully following the same patterns because it literally comes down to this boys and girls it's revenue in minus expenses out equals a net profit if you are in business you're doing so because you're trying to generate net revenue net revenue is going to be the money that you are able to keep or your shareholders are able to keep your stakeholders are able to keep because that's the money that gets distributed so at the end of the day your business is typically revolved around solving for a problem or giving an experience. Giving an experience would be travel and tourism. Solving for a problem or fulfilling a need would be just about any other industry. Dentistry. Oh, I have a cavity. I have a toothache. I need a root canal. I need a cleaning. That's a service or that's solving for a problem. Selling advertising, same exact thing. I'm providing a service or I'm solving for a problem. Problem is that business isn't generating enough leads. I sell TV advertising. I want to work with my now new client to show them how we can create ads, run those ads during certain TV programs, at which point with the right messaging, their phone will ring. Okay, so business is just that. And then we have to be systematized, process oriented. You need to be able to have someone come into your organization and you could walk them through step by step what each team member does and how you measure it, right? That is just the basics of running a successful business. So please do not think that nobody gets your business because successful business professionals, they do. You ready for number four? And this right. four, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop on this one too. Oh shit. Yeah, I'm getting kind of preachy. I can see you starting to gloss over a little bit. You can see it. I think that's not from what you're saying. It's from what I've been smoking. Okay, well, uh, you tell yourself that, John. You make you make me feel good about myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have my I have color commentary to add at the end. Don't worry. Well, and this one may resonate with you a little bit better than, than the last two did. Mm -hmm. Just stop, stop going at it alone. None of us, none of us get to where we are by ourselves. Mm -hmm. We all have some form of privilege, some form of a leg up, and some more than others. And that's not fair. But that's life. Hell yeah. You know what I say to that? Good. Good. I have that chip on my shoulder because I didn't have some of the privileges that others have had. Mm -hmm. And it bothers me. It truly just eats at me. I allow that to happen. Are you talking right? about you in real life? This me in real, real life. life. Yes. And I grew up very privileged. I have two parents 
who love each other still today after 51 years of marriage. I lived in one, one house, house. Went to one school. Three schools. Yeah, yeah you've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. Like, take away the fact that I'm white and male. Look <laughs> look at the just that alone. Yeah. Right? Like, the son of a school bus driver and electrician had so much privilege because I had discipline in my life. Because I had love. Because I had stability. Wow. Now, there's some people who had that and more. But wait, there's more. Yeah, right. You know? Like, they had more. Okay, cool. I didn't have more. I am grateful for what I had, but it doesn't mean that those other silver spooners, right? Those trust fund kids. Yeah. No, that they didn't don't I didn't allow them to get, get under my skin and motivate me. So just know that nobody goes that alone. You need a coach, you need a mentor, you need someone to imitate. Like who is doing what you want to do in your space? Start there. Just start there. Who do you say, man? I do X for a living and so-and-so does it really well. Cool. Get to know them. Even if it's from a hundred feet away, you get to know them because you follow them on social. You get to know them because you show up where they're going to be speaking. You get to know them because you just reach out to them and ask them a couple questions. You get to know them because you went to their website. Get to know and imitate the people that you feel like are doing it well. Now, make sure you know what doing it well means, mm-hmm. right? Because there's many people out there, many, too many, too many that call themselves an influencer, call themselves a coach, speak on big stages. Mm. But if we're gauging success in business based on generating positive net revenue, these people fail miserably. Or if we, gen- if, if we focus on, on success as being a good person who gives great value to the clients they serve, There's people who fail miserably at that as well. I'd be looking at someone that I'm like, look, I want to be the type of business professional they are because I respect, I know enough about them that I respect the way that they treat their clients. And that dude or that dudette also makes bank. That's what I'm looking for. But if you can find those people at a minimum, study them from afar. Better yet, look to hire one of them to be your coach. Spend a little money to save a lot of time. Like, what if you could spend, you're a loan officer, shameless plug coming up. You're a loan officer, you could spend 3750 bucks for a six-month course where you're going to get specialized attention and taught what to do, why to do it, what to say, why to say it, how to track my business. And that course was going to take away two years of learning curve. Is that two years? Is that not worth 3750 bucks? You're talking like one commission for most people. If you could take a six-month course that, yes, it had homework assign- assignments. Yes, it had accountability. But you were shared the knowledge of someone who has been where you're trying to go. Someone who makes it his job to know hundreds, if not thousands, who are where you want to be. That's pennies when you think about it. It's called LO Launch. You can find out more about it on tloponline.com. We literally only have three spots open for our uh, class that starts next month. But that's every industry has something like that. Seek a mentor. Seek a mentor. You'd be amazed at how far a glass of wine, an IPA at 4 p.m., coffee in the morning would take you. It would take you I mean, so far, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, build a relationship with somebody, 
especially if you can show that somebody them 20 years ago, them 10 years ago, them five years ago, show them that you're a lot like them and watch how their heart smiles, watch how their eyes light up. And you'd be surprised if you just ask for it, if you just go out and seek it, what a mentorship could do. But whatever you do, do not go at it alone. There are other people for you to emulate. There are other people you can learn from. There's other people you can connect with and just talk shop and freely pick their brain, take those ideas, and then figure out ways to implement them. I feel like we should charge people for this episode today. I would love to, John. But you know what? That's not what TLOP is about. Damn, here we go. TLOP is not about that. Look, we are creating content twice a week. Every single week. Every damn For week. everybody 18 plus. This is the shit they didn't teach us in school, but they should have. Should have, they didn't. And I hope that two episodes a week turns into three and three turns into five. I hope that 30 to 40 minutes ends up being two and a half to three hours that's with call-in. So that's saving Private Ryan every day. Yep, that's fine. Yep, I think you'd gain more value after you've watched Saving Private Ryan for the seventh time. After seven times, you probably get more value tuning into TLOP two or three days a week than you would watch in Saving Private Ryan for the 8th, ninth, or even 10th time, although Tom Hanks is a great actor. I was about actor. to say, is that the one that with Tom Hanks? I yeah, forgot. it's a phenomenal movie. It, so, it is. I, it's funny you brought it out because it is like one of my favorite movies to watch, and it is on hella all the time, and I always get stuck watching. Here's what's crazy. I'll get stuck watching it like on AMC with commercials. Oh, and still watch it's a half a day marathon. But, but I have Hulu, I have Amazon, irrelevant, I have Netflix. Irrelevant. I could easily go nope, find it. Nope. It's not the same, it's right? Not the same. It's not the same as turning it on. I'm like, oh shit, look what's on TV. No, but back on TLOP, this is the direction John and I are trying to go, right? The reason why we onboarded Nikki and Mark back in May is because we felt like we had a good thing. That good thing's worth sharing. We need more people to help us share it. No, I think it's you practicing what you're preaching. You couldn't go at it alone, so we needed to raise our hand and say we need help. 100%. I couldn't go at it alone. Justin with Growth Only Coaching was a catalyst to me having the encouragement to put it all on the table. Right. That was a lunch appointment. Justin and I had lunch together before he podcasted with mm. us. It was that, right? So that was a networking. That was a mentorship opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And then I realized that I have a partner. His name is John Coleman, but we couldn't do it alone. We needed. So we went instead of investing in coaching, we invested in personnel. Mm -hmm. I felt like we were good in the business aspect, but we needed people to actually do some of the heavy lifting. Mm -hmm. So we have Mark, we have Nikki. Now we have the loanofficerpodcast.com better known as TLOP online, this phenomenal resource for mortgage loan originators. We just need people to go mm -hmm. check out the training videos, check out the scripts, sign up for a membership, partake in the twice monthly live sales training, i.e. coaching with me. If you really want to take your game to the next level, sign up for LO launch. That's a pure full blown coaching program, right? But we're going to keep on Doing episodes like this, yes, we'll do some that are more LO specific, some that are real estate investor specific, some that are maybe geared towards helping people buy their first house. But ultimately, we're going to come on this platform. We're going to produce content that is shit they should have taught in, in school, but they didn't. Damn. Cool. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, that is all the time we have for you today. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Nowen. Please, if you like what we're doing, share us. Sure. Give us a five-star review. Five. Go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
If you want to connect with me, I'm best connected with on LinkedIn. First name, Dustin. Last name, Owen. We look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace.